0: Hey friends, Mariah Keener here. In our gatherings at South Bend City Church, we have been hearing from the Sermon on the Mount, that teaching that Jesus gives us in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. In this most recent gathering, rather than hearing new teaching, we took some time to reflect on what we've already heard specifically when it comes to chapter 6. So today on the podcast, you're going to have a chance to participate in that same reflection, And then you're going to hear from our community as we share with one another some of the things that we have been learning and processing as we receive these teachings from Jesus and we think about the life of God that lived through us and our neighbor. the last time that you have given something away with no strings attached when is the last time that you receive something given to you anonymously individualistic giving should come from the depths of our character not from a need for a good reputation we can't control our reputation but what beautiful things happen in the soul what character is built when we freely and unselfishly give to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others truly I tell you that they have received their reward in full when you fast put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting but only to your father may you know the God that wants to give God's life to you May you trust that you have nothing to prove and nothing to earn. May we shake off the performances that have shaped our lives and seeped into our hearts and taught us to manage reputation more than character. And may we trust that by saying yes again and again to God living God's life through us, that we may change and that the world may change.
1: the table and you offer me yourself.
0: this then is how you should pray our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us today our daily bread And forgive us our debts, as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Instead of looking at prayer as a box to check or a lever to pull, may we seek to listen to the narrative of the divine and to join in with our voice. May we surrender to the great mystery at the center of the universe and believe that the good and true and beautiful is growing in our midst. May we be thankful for what we have today without worrying about tomorrow. And may our capacity for forgiveness mirror the forgiveness extended to us. And may we bring our humanity into our prayers by acknowledging our need for help.
1: You offer me
0: Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Heaven is not just another place and another time, but is in the here and now. God is in the depths of everything. An infinite abundance is below the surface if we are aware of its deep frequency. So may we take inventory of what we treasure, money, time, people, investments, beliefs, in order to awaken ourselves to the reality of what our heart belongs to. And may we have the courage to move our hearts towards knowing God in the here and now. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. What is your worry doing for you? When we find ourselves worrying, may we remember to look at the world around us. May we be struck not by the beauty or power or creativity of God, but by the competency of the Creator. And may we remember that the more we discover that God is with us and for us, that God is love and that He is competent, the more that we might become conduits that God lives God's life through.
1: See
2: Enter some time of processing together now. How is it that you've been experiencing these things that we've been talking through? How is it that you've been experiencing these different ways in which God wants to give God's life to us and live God's life through us? Uh, so, as we share, I'm going to ask that uh, you just throw up a hand. I'll call on you. If you can speak out real nice and loud, that'd be great. Uh, but also, um, I will be trying to uh, hear you and repeat in my microphone what you are saying so that everybody else can process it together. Because it turns out it's kind of hard to hear each other across the room and especially with masks on. Uh, So let's... uh, Try and not talk too fast so I can, uh, like, soak all that in and repeat it out to others. One last thing. As always, we want to be thoughtful to others. So uh, in your sharing of how you're processing, please, uh, let's try and leave out details of other people's lives uh, and let other people tell other people's stories, and we tell our own story uh, without details of others. Does that make sense? All right. Let's start with that first passage that we process here again, then. Give quietly and anonymously from Matthew 6 verse 2. When you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. How how have you been processing this?
3: Yeah. just pick a person to say I want to cover their lunch and just make it anonymous
2: yeah I love that so they went out for lunch with your elderly mother yesterday and when it came time for the bill uh, they told you that somebody else had already covered that and it just meant a lot to you and also inspired you as something that you would want to, to be able to do for others sometimes anonymously. anonymously thanks anybody else how are you processing this This was the longest one away, like in the past, so I get it if, if uh, processing this seems a little distant to us. It's been a lot that's happened in the last couple months. All right, let's move on to the next one. Fasting and prayer, and from Matthew 6, 5 through 8, 16 through 18. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. So when you fast, put on oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father. All right, how have you been processing this? Any thoughts? Okay, so Amin has been processing the part of the Lord's Prayer, talking about give us our daily bread, but not, seeing that not just as provision of food, but uh, provision of joy and contentment uh, as you go throughout life. Is that right? What's that? For the day, for the day. Yes, yes, thank you. Uh, also, like, uh, if you miss a window, if I, if I move on too fast for you as you're processing, so if you have something to think about, like the previous one we talked about, still feel free to, like, this is, this is fluid for us. Anything else on fasting and prayer and the need to feel seen by others in the midst of that? I think that this was the one where we talked about social media and it's still like it's once you see it you can't unsee it. This is the one where we talked about social media and once you see it you can't unsee it. So now when I'm posting it's like wait why am I doing this what's going on and then when I see other people's posts I'm like girl please <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So now, while she's posting, she's uh, considering her own motivations. And then, also, when she sees posts of others, she's like, girl, please. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Keep going. That's not healthy like, Right. You
3: to call out others for. Hmm.
2: Yeah. It's just, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. So even though we can see others and process how this might apply to them, that's not our job or our business to judge and consider that for others. Right. And then also processing the complexity of we literally have a practice of Ash Wednesday coming up where there is this outward sign of things. Right. And, and how does that all fit together? Thanks, Mara. Anybody else? Back in November, posted about 21 days of gratitude to help others grow on that. So, but it wasn't until this
3: series of teaching that I, in fact, realized that I stopped doing
1: a new practice of daily gratitude with that
2: post <laughs> and realized, oh, why the heck did I post 21 days of gratitude? Was it just, was it motivated by... Uh, huh. Yeah. By being so, yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Yeah. So posted that 21 days of gratitude, but then realized through the midst of processing this, that when those 21 days were up, the the processing of gratitude stopped. So then it triggered all the like, uh, why was I doing it in the first place? Was it just for social media or was it actually for the good of it? And then you, those realizations suck. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks.
3: Mm-hmm. But I also think with social media, sometimes someone else might have needed that. Mm-hmm. So even if you aren't doing it, you know, I don't think his intentions, I don't know anything mm-hmm. will of many, but I would say, look at it as a God's working through you and you shared something that's positive mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even if you're not fulfilling it, you might be meeting the need in someone else mm-hmm. that read it and be mm-hmm. like, wow, I really needed that and I practiced it. And so it's a plus that you shared something that's yeah. not.
2: Yeah, so I'm hearing, I'm hearing what you're saying, like this grace of e- even when we fail to live up to like our hopes or expectations, that there still can be goodness there that can affect others. And, and not, don't not share your, mm-hmm. your
3: gift because we, we can't necessarily question why God put that through us. Sure. If we're in our minds thinking, yeah. what was my intention? How yeah, am I yeah. just trusting that yeah.
2: there's a reason God had to put that out there and it might be for someone else. Yeah. Obviously try to do it if that's what you think is important. Right. So, like, second-guessing everything can lead us to miss out on goodness that, that's goodness for others as well. God, yeah. Thanks. Anybody else? Anybody over here? All right. Full disclosure, uh, just, I have grown up in the church, but I have just always struggled with fasting in general. Hmm. So grown up in the church, but always struggled with the whole act and idea of fasting in general. Yeah, yeah. and I'm still, you know, older, <laughs> and I, I still struggle with, you know, the whole purpose and the premise, and I just, I struggle with that. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why do we fast, right? we yeah. So, yep. Yep. I, I love it. I am. So no answers here, just sitting in the question of, like, still just struggling with the idea of fasting. Yeah. yeah thank you. Anybody else? All right, let's throw on the next one as well. Again, you can circle back to any of these. All right, the next one was the Lord's Prayer, Matthew 6, 9 through 13. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. How are you processing this? So uh, i grown up in church, church, uh, kind of um, uh, so church his whole life, and most of the churches he attended uh, prayed these kind of public prayers often. It mm. the mm. had to do it a certain way and there was kind of judgment attached to, to how all that went. And even private prayer was very transactional. Of, I need this. Lord, help me. Mm. And private prayer was often even very transactional, I need this, God help me with this. Mm. Thinking, mm. feeling, yeah. So this passage in the sermon was changing how you see and approach prayer. You love and resonate with the idea of trying to get in tune with what God is doing. Sorry, tend to come out how? Thank you. thank you. Yeah, so lately the prayers just tend to come out thank you. Yeah, it's good. Thank you. been really convicted by the idea of being forgiven in the same way we forgive forgiveness for others yeah definitely would like to be forgiven much more than our ability to like extend forgiveness to others yeah thank you uh yeah go ahead
3: Mm. Because I feel like when you are brought up in church where you repeat it the same way, and it becomes just more of a rote yeah. thing in your head, and you know you want to say it, and I, I want to say it, but I feel like you know I've always struggled so simply with um, "Thou art in heaven," mm. like instead
1: "You're in heaven." Yeah, and I like the way he basically
3: made it so that you could say it. Yeah, our Father in heaven. Yeah. So that's not Love it. So that when I say it, I don't feel like I'm saying it right. wrong. Like there's right and wrong. But yep. we're connecting with the true meaning of yeah. the prayer. And I also like when he talks about
2: what a word means back then right. versus what it means now. So yeah. we think about it in our brains now, and then he says, but actually what that meant back then. Yeah. It like just explains it so much better so that when you're in that prayer, you just feel like you can... Yeah.
3: Right. It's almost
2: like an opening to a new gift that this right. whole time but didn't realize the true meaning of it. Yeah. Because we just get into that rote. Yeah, so really thankful for kind of the breakdown and re- rephrasing, reframing uh, like the simple meaning of each of those sections because too often uh, it can become this rote thing that we just repeat because we're used to repeating it. But really being able to embrace the meaning behind has been really helpful. Last one in this section. Yeah. So they say the Lord's Prayer every night with the kids before bed, and realizing once you start breaking it down, realize how easy it is to, to just kind of say it to say it. Yeah. And, yeah. When, you know, we, we, at the end of the long day,
1: like, are we really praying with our children?
2: Or mm hmm. Just like talking through the Lord's Prayer. Right. Yeah. So, Especially when you're trying to get the kids to bed. Uh, <laughs> it was really great. It, it was really great for me to, like, slow down and, and break it down. And focus yeah. Yeah, good. Really pray yeah. So, so just really focusing on how important it is to just slow down and actually think about what you're saying and give yourself the time and space to pray the prayer instead of just saying the prayer. That's good. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, what we treasure. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy. I love vermin. Uh, and where thieves break in and steal but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. How you process? Oh, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. How are you processing this? I Amina. Mean, uh. Hmm. Yeah. So so not so much trying to kind of like force our heart into change but say where do we want it to be and put our uh like our values like our time there first and let that drive the change and it's, yeah. that's good. Anybody else? So just, just putting another point on the the how we feel about ourselves as we try to uh, forgive others as we are forgiven and how we perceive that. Go ahead. Right, and I, I feel like there
3: are things we can't humanly forgive. It's not hmm. possible for hmm. us. And at the same time, I believe that all things are possible with God. Hmm. That God can help us find a place of forgiveness even for things that are unforgivable.
2: Hmm. Right, real quick. So there are some things that are so difficult that it, it's hard for us to humanly forgive. But also the tension of we have a God who is capable of working out more than we expect in things, and so maybe there's possibility there. So I have to see that part of the Lord's Prayer as, a, as also a prayer, rather than just saying, "Forgive us as we forgive," but of course I don't forgive because I'm a big jerk. <laughs> to, to say, "Lord, forgive us and help me, help me." Yeah. Put it in my heart yeah. So kind of seeing that as like uh, that that request, that vision casting of God, do this work in me so that it can be true, uh, these things that we're praying for. Yeah, that's really great. Thanks. Uh, let's go to the last section here. Worry. Uh, I'm not going to read through this whole passage as we just talked about it last week, but um, as we process through, uh, hopefully you got to listen to the podcast um, that That God is walking us through uh, the work that God does in in caring and walking through and sustaining all things. How have you been processing this over the last week or just even as we read it here? dovetailed with a workshop you attended this week where one of the moderators talked about the difference between worry and concern. Okay, so as an example, worry being, worried about running out of gas, where concern then is doing something about it, like making sure that we have a half a tank of gas in the winter. Yeah. So that really helped me to kind of think about, God is in charge of everything, I'm in charge of nothing, take a break. Yeah, helped her think about, God is in charge of everything, I am in charge of nothing, nothing, Nothing. take a break. (laughs) because if Angela was in charge, things would be a lot different. (laughs) All right, last one. Anybody last thought? As you go this week, may you go in the encouragement of knowing that there is a God who sees you and loves you and has provided everything that we need to walk through life together with God. May we receive that simplicity of God's goodness with joy and extend that to others. Grace and peace be with you. Have a great week, friends.